Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. The president of the former Soviet Republic of Belarus is the only European leader who supports Russia's war in Ukraine. Pro-democracy activists in Belarus see growing anti-war sentiment in their country as a way to bring down their authoritarian leader. NPR's Joanna Kisses reports from Warsaw. In a sunny classroom in a leafy Warsaw neighborhood, a burly Polish man in army fatigues holds up a tourniquet. So we use this for serious gunshot and shrapnel wounds, he says, or if we have severed limbs because of explosions. An interpreter repeats the instructions for the class, who are all men from the small former Soviet Republic of Belarus. During a break outside, one of the men tells us his name is Artyom and that he's a 34-year-old accountant. He says he and the others are preparing to fight in Ukraine. Why is that important to help the Ukrainians? Because if Ukrainians will lose the fight, we don't have any chance as a country. Artyom won't give his last name, and neither will any of the other recruits who are here to join the Kastas Kalinowski Battalion, an all-Belarusian volunteer brigade in Ukraine. They say they all fear their families could be targeted by the Kremlin, which they say controls Belarus. Pavel Kuchta is one of the brigade's leaders, and he says volunteers are clamoring to fight in Ukraine. He says he receives at least 100 applications a day. We had this motto for our and your freedom, and we're totally in solidarity with Ukrainian people. It's freedom for you and us. Warsaw is a refuge for Belarusians who challenged flawed elections that have kept President Alexander Lukashenko in power. Those pro-democracy activists often meet at a sunny co-working space run by Belarusian dissident Hanna Konievska. We see this difference between old Belarus, Lukashenko's Belarus, and new Belarus. Everybody believes that Belarus can be better. Lukashenko has been in power for more than a quarter century, earning the title Europe's last dictator along the way. His most serious challenge came in 2020, when he declared victory over Svetlana Tsikhanovskaya, who ran in place of her husband after Lukashenko jailed him. Tens of thousands protested that the election was rigged. Putin lent his support to help quell those protests. We couldn't win. We didn't have enough support, and Lukashenko had support of Putin. Kanievska and other activists say that's why Lukashenko allowed Putin to use Belarus as a staging ground to attack Ukraine. She says she meets displaced Ukrainians in Poland and tells them Belarus is not Lukashenko. That's also the message of a former Belarusian police officer, Alexander Azarov. We want to help Ukrainians to fight against uh, Russians because we think Putin is the only person who supports Lukashenko. And uh, Ukrainian victory against Putin can help us to win against uh, Lukashenko. Azarov runs BIPOL, which stands for the Union of Security Forces of Belarus. It includes former police officers and spies who oppose Lukashenko. 
Belarus calls them terrorists. I'm in a terrorist list in KGB website, for example. You can find my surname in this list. Azarov tells us that Bipol has an extensive secret network inside Belarus. This network includes railway workers who helped sabotage Russian efforts to transport equipment and troops through Belarus into Ukraine. We destroyed equipment, railway equipment, and Russian troops can't move for one week. Azarov and Ukrainian officials claim this slowed down Russian forces and helped the Ukrainians defend their capital, Kiev. He says he and other Belarusian dissidents will do whatever it takes to help Ukraine win so that Europe's last dictator will finally lose. Joanna Kikissis, NPR News, Warsaw. This advertisement comes from our paid sponsor, Fundrise. High interest rates mean that real estate assets are available at a discount compared to previous valuations. The Fundrise flagship fund plans to expand its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. Add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio at fundrise.com slash NPR. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the fund before investing. Read the prospectus at fundrise.com slash flagship. This message comes from NPR sponsor Betterment. The drama of having an enemy-turned-lover is never chill, but your investing portfolio should be. Betterment is the investing app that lets you be totally chill about your finances. Their automated tech makes it easy to get in the market and stay in the market. Save the drama for that moment when you realize your mortal enemy is actually your soulmate. Betterment. Be invested. And totally chill. Learn more at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. On It's Been a Minute, we're keeping you in the know when it comes to culture. I break down the latest trends and the forces behind them and introduce you to the creatives who think deeply about how we live today. Come for some good old cultural analysis and have a few laughs with me. Listen to the It's Been a Minute podcast from NPR.